Coming up, a potential playoff preview in New York, and Framber Valdez keeps his streak alive. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Game to Game your first listen every single weekday. We've got our MLB hosts here ready to recap all of the action for you from yesterday. We are going to start out with the two best teams in the National League who faced off in yesterday's biggest game. The biggest game. The two best records in the National League met in New York on Tuesday with the Dodgers getting a one-run win out of City Field to start that stacked series. Locked on Mets explains how New York fell short, while Locked on Dodgers reviews LA's 90th win of the season. The New York Mets were unable to beat the Los Angeles Dodgers on Tuesday night, dropping the first game of their three-game set. This is Ryan Ficklestein, the host of Locked on Mets, and it was a frustrating game to see the Mets come up short offensively once again, particularly when Jake Reed closed out the game. Jake Reed being a pitcher, the Mets casted off this season, who just got called up to the Dodgers today because their bullpen was taxed. And unfortunately, as baseball goes sometimes, it doesn't really matter who's on the mound. Anybody can get you out. And Jake Reed uh, gets the save and has a rather heroic yell at the end of it all. Uh, as it was obviously a big moment for him and frustrating one for the Mets team to come up short in this way. But there's always a silver lining, and we're at the height of scoreboard watching right now. The Braves lost too, so no harm, no foul. On the show tomorrow, I'll talk about this game, talk a little bit about the struggling offense, and I'll spotlight Mark Canna a bit because he continues to shine this month, and he hit another home run tonight. So we'll be covering all of that on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Mats. We were told this would be an October preview. I suspect we won't see Heath Hembry and Jake Reed getting the win and the save in the postseason. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. The Dodgers beat the Mets 4-3 to in the opener of this series. And yeah, it probably is a postseason preview. The Dodgers and Mets are likely to meet up with each other in the NLCS. You know, nothing's guaranteed in the playoffs, but it's a definitely a possibility. And what we saw on Tuesday was not a preview of that series. Uh... Will Smith and Justin Turner both had the day off. Andrew Heaney went five innings, and then the Dodgers only had four relievers available, and Dave Roberts ordered them by Jake Reed's the only one I trust to go more than one inning, or the only one I'm allowing to go more than one inning tonight. So he will go last, and that meant Jake Reed with a one-run lead in the bottom of the ninth, getting the save, allowed a leadoff single, got a clutch double play grounder on a nice play by Max Muncy, gets his first career save. Heath Hembry gets his... Uh, First win with the Dodgers in his debut with the Dodgers. And both of them, probably in the next week or two, will be rewarded for their troubles by being DFA'd. But for now, it's a good night for them. Good night for the Dodgers. Dodgers are at 90 wins, a lot more than the second-best team in the league. Dodgers are up by nine games on the Mets now. So check out Locked on Dodgers every morning for more on this game and all Dodgers stuff for you. Make us your first listen.
The Cleveland Guardians scored five runs on the Orioles Tuesday, more than enough to get the win with the Cleveland's pitching staff giving up just one hit the whole game. Our Locked On Guardians host recaps the win while Locked On Orioles tries to find the offense after a miserable day at the plate. Cleveland Guardians beat the Baltimore Orioles. Cal Quantrell, he wasn't necessarily at his best, which is kind of crazy to say when you consider he went six innings, gave up one hit, one earned run, three walks, just the four strikeouts. Wasn't always there with his command, but certainly got the job done. If you've been listening to the show, you know three of his previous four outings, he went six innings or more, not giving up any earned runs. What am I getting at? I think it's a pretty clear case that he is the American League Pitcher of the Month for August. We'll see if he gets the award, but I think he has really put his name on it. It's hard to ignore the performance. Uh, bullpen hasn't given up an earned run in almost two weeks. Pitching is there. Hitting came through. I'd still like to see a continued improvement amongst the hitting in general. But Quantrell was brilliant. The bullpen was brilliant. And you know, it looks like the Twins are going to win again. So Cleveland keeping a narrow lead on the American League Central. Make sure to check out Locked On Guardians for more on your first place Cleveland Guardians. The Orioles' offensive woes continue in a 5-1 to loss to the Cleveland Guardians on Tuesday night. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked On Orioles. And for this O's team, their starting pitching has hidden what's been a pretty terrible offense in the second half of the season. Just couldn't do it on Tuesday night. Spencer Watkins couldn't get through the fifth. He gives up five runs. He was not at his best. And the Orioles managed one hit on the night. And Cleveland's got a great pitching staff, don't get me wrong. But you can't stay in a playoff race with one hit per game. It's just not going to work out that way. And things aren't looking any easier for the Orioles here coming up against this Cleveland pitching staff. They basically got their three top arms to face in this series. O's offense needs to pick it up. Just didn't do the job on Tuesday. I'll recap it all coming up on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Coming up, another home run for Aaron Judge. The Reds knocking off a division leader. This is Locked On Game to Game. Today's edition of Locked On Game is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're all made with 100% real chocolate and they come in dozens of different flavors, including their newest one, Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. It comes with that protein infused marshmallow and has little bits of cookie dough in there as well. If you head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order. You just put in that promo code of LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Game to Game your first listen every single weekday. Framber Valdez is making it a habit of showing up as the day's best performer, and he did it again with yet another quality start on Tuesday. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Framber Valdez has been pretty much automatic on the mound this season. Tuesday, he threw his 22nd straight quality start as the Astros beat the Texas Rangers in Arlington. Locked on Rangers had positive takeaways despite the loss, while locked on Astros recaps the winning side. Stop me if you've heard this before, but the Rangers were decent. The Astros were better in a Houston Astros win over the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. Texas lost this game 4-2 to the Astros. The Rangers had a solid game, including a couple of highlight moments from Ezekiel Duran and Bubba Thompson, both of whom had home runs. This was Bubba Thompson's 
first home run, which should have been his second home run a few weeks earlier in Houston. Bubba hit a ball that should have been ruled a home run, but was not because of fan interference. He gets his first actual home run against the Astros as well. It was a solid night for him, but just the Rangers could not do enough. A decent outing from Dane Dunning, five innings, just two earned run, three total that unearned run came off of an Ezekiel Duran throwing error, a, a little bit of a rough error for him. Framber Valdez has just been absolutely fantastic. He has over 20 straight, uh, 20 straight quality starts. And even Nathaniel Lowe, who's been the left-handed matcher, just coming off winning the American League Player of the Week award, he was not able to get anything going in this one either. Texas just did not have a shot. The Rangers were fine, but the Astros were better. For more, check out the Locked On Rangers podcast. On the anniversary of the day that the Texas Rangers denied the Astros the ability to play in Arlington due to Hurricane Harvey, where they had to play in Tampa, they wear the blue uniforms. Coincidence? I think not. Tonight on Locked On Astros, we talk about this game. The Astros win 4-2. to two. Jose Altuve with a multi-hit game as well. Jeremy Pena, 3-5. for five. Christian Vasquez with the big clutch RBI with bases loaded, and Alex Bregman with the home run. But the headline, the lead, Fremer Valdez, 22 consecutive quality starts, the most by a major league left-handed pitcher in major league history. He has a record for a left-hander, eight strong innings, seven hits, two runs, but eight strikeouts on 104 pitches. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros. Check out our YouTube channel and check us out on Apple, Google, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We are your team every day. Go Strohs. The Reds were able to play spoiler for the division rival Cardinals on Tuesday, getting a 5-1 to win in Cincinnati. Locked on Cardinals and Reds review how one of the worst records in the NL is able to beat the division-leading St. Louis team. So the Cardinals' bats got silenced tonight by the Cincinnati Reds pitching staff? Wait a second, wait a second, wait, hold on. This can't be right, can it? That did not just happen tonight, did it? It's JD from Locked on Cardinals, and I'm not sure if the boys slept through batting practice today or what, but after dropping 13 runs on 14 hits against the Reds on Monday night, the bats go ice cold tonight, like a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. But instead of a delicious, thirst-quenching beverage, you get a fugly loss to the lowly, lowly, Cincinnati Reds. One run on four hits? That's all they got? Against the pitcher's murderer's row that included names like Justin Dunn, Derek Law, Joel Kunal, Buck Farmer? These don't even sound like real names. Seriously, what the hell happened here? Dakota Hudson's inconsistent season continues or... Comes to an end, perhaps, after giving up five runs on nine hits in just four and two-thirds innings. He gave up a home run to Austin Romine? I mean, come on, man. But to be honest, even if he gave up just two runs, the, the, they still would have lost. Because they couldn't hit anything tonight. In one of the best hitters ballparks on the planet. Inexcusable. Embarrassing. Still can win the series tomorrow with Jose Quintana on the mound, but... Ugh. For more things like this, be sure to check out Locked on Cardinals tomorrow. Well, you can't say that too much about the Cincinnati Reds in 2022, but 
on Tuesday night, they put together a complete performance for a victory. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast. And when you're talking about that Tuesday night performance, you start with Justin Dunn, who was inexplicably removed after four innings of work. We'll talk more about that on the podcast. But then Derek Law making his major league debut for the Reds just called up on Tuesday gets two innings of shutout ball against a Cardinals lineup that has been absolutely white hot as of late. He gets the win in his Reds debut, first pitcher to do that since David Hernandez back in 2018, back in April of 2018, an absolutely great performance by the rest of the bullpen. Alexis Diaz comes in and really shuts the door on, you know, he had some a little bit of control issues there to begin with, but he really shut the door on the Cardinals and did well against Tyler O'Neill to get that third out. The lineup, four runs in the third inning is all they would need. They added on later on in the game. Overall, great performance by the Redlegs. We'll talk about exactly what led to that win and an awesome continuing performance for Jonathan India as he continues to look like the dude that we hoped we would see back on opening day before all the injuries happened. That's all coming up on the next Locked On Reds podcast. Aaron Judge hit home run number 51, and a couple other Yankees went yard as well in a New York win over the Angels in L.A. Locked on Angels and Locked on Yankees recap game two between the star-studded lineups. This is Stacey Gossoulias of Locked on Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Angels 7-4 behind home run power by Andrew Benintendi, his fifth, Anthony Rizzo, his 30th. 30 is nothing to sneeze at even though I feel like I'm about to sneeze, but it's nothing to sneeze at. And he's been doing it kind of quietly because he's not really hitting that well otherwise, you know? And then you have Mr. Aaron Judge, who hit his 51st home run of the season. He has 51 home runs on August 31st. That's pretty impressive. Now, Jamison Tyone left the game with an injury. X-rays were negative, so that's good. But the Yankees were able to hold on, win 7-4, looked better, snapped the three-game losing streak, and, uh, yeah, they're looking to win the series on Wednesday against the Angels. Will they do it? Who knows? We'll have a full recap of this game on the next episode of Locked on Yankees, plus anything else you need to know. Well, after a big victory on Monday night against the Yanks, the Angels fall to the Yankees on Tuesday night, 7-4. to Hey, everybody. It's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. We were excited about our victory on Monday, but Tuesday we fell back to earth and we lost the game against the Yanks. And we were done in by the home run. Some guy named Aaron Judge hit a home run and Anthony Rizzo hit a home run. Our starter was Mike Myers. He's been a reliever and a starter, and he's figuring out how to start this season. Had a great start in his last start, and then he struggled on Tuesday night. And then Tuki Toussaint came in and shut the Yanks down in five innings. We had a home run from Max Stassi, which was really great to see. Shohei Otani had two hits. And it was a game that, well, we were in, but then at the very end, we just didn't have enough offense. And that seems to be the story all season long for the Angels. On Wednesday night, it's going to be Patrick Sandoval against Garrett Cole, which is a really great pitching matchup 
And the key for Patrick is that he throws strikes and he's around the zone. And so we're hopeful that this could be a breakout game for him because he's a really great pitcher. John and I are going to talk all about the Halos and all about this game and more on Locked On Angels, and we hope you'll join us. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.